appropriate in a lot of different ways. But the way I like <laughs> always see seances and media is always like, hey, let's have a big soiree in a mansion in the 1910 yeah, times. Oh, I sorry, I thought I had my headphones plugged up, guys. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we just, like, started at the shot of a gun. <laughs> no, I started it because we Brody started talking about uh, As soon as seances. I said seance, it's like, record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we got, I, I hit that record. Hit that big old Brody red like, button. Rose. So in particular, I'm thinking about the seance scene from Drag Me to Hell. Are you guys familiar? Yes. Because that's exactly what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they set it up so perfectly. I'm I mean, also, Sam, Ram, Sam Rami, right? Like, I was yeah. also thinking about the... Um, I was thinking about Maniac, how, like, that's one of the dreams. I was thinking about Supernatural. I, th- that sounds very much like something that would happen in Supernatural. But, uh, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy it's, New Year, Void Babies! Voo Void Woo! Babies! Uh, there's no way to tell time in the void, but other than us, we're telling happy you it's a happy new year. new year. Are we all on board with calling our two listeners void babies? Uh, they're just yes. in the void. They're in. They're creatures of the void. Yeah, yeah. but when you're in the void, void you become a creature. You're a creature. I don't think you're. A the void baby. does terrible things to you. The void does beautiful things as well. Mm-hmm. The void is just the void. It's what you make of it. Yeah, that makes that's the true. Void. Once you're in the void... I'm just thinking about when I think of a void on the internet, it's like all the weird shit you get on on YouTube really late at night. Tumblr, Twitter. I don't know. TikTok, Reddit, The Reddits that get taken down in like a week. (laughs) The Reddit. All I know is I was on TikTok scrolling last night, and then I was like, here's how hot dogs are made, and I noped out of that so quickly. It's like, (laughs) I don't need a hot dog ruined for me, TikTok. I love hot dogs. I love them too much. (laughs) Do I love them too much? I love turkey dogs. Like I didn't know they even made turkey hot Yeah, dogs. they made turkey hot I like dogs. Nathan's, all beef. Mm-hmm. I have a preference. But if I'm going to a cookout and someone offers me a burger or hot dog, I always do hot dog first. Um, hot dog's more of a, like a palate opener, you know? I actually may tend to decline unless I know what the hot dog is. Oh, like if it's is. like uh, like you have, a, you have brand loyalties. Like if no, it's turkey, it's you're all... more of a preference. Okay. So it's like Rose is a big poultry person. Yes. Big poultry person. Pol- poultry person. Big poultry or buffalo bison bison I should say, mm. which is expensive. But no, if like you know the big thing was like I had to eat a hot dog, I I will eat a hot dog. I'm if not you're in a situation where you have to eat a hot dog. Well, I mean, if there aren't any a lot like a snacks, if there aren't any a lot like a plethora of snack foods, I can gorge on. Then I will eat a hot dog. Typically, if hot dogs are available, there's at least a bag of chips somewhere around there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I can't eat the bag of chips myself, though. I try to be polite. We don't eat the whole bag of chips. You, get, you eat some, you take a lot, and you come back calories. later. All the empty calories. All the empty calories. They are empty calories. It's... I need to start thinking of that, like... Calories more what's like the that. what's the Larry David's the caviar etiquette where it's like you don't just hog over the caviar at a party you you eat some caviar and you hover around like oh hey back to the caviar is <laughs> it's like the rich person that's like of that's chips. like buffet etiquette in general like mm-hmm. you it's it's like when they put the crab legs yeah, down in the wrong. buffet they're not wrong what are we talking about today guys oh should we also mention that this is our latest recorded. Um, Session ever. Yeah, Mostly my fault. Yeah, it is currently it is what it is. 9 10 p.m., which officially makes this one frame off after dark. <laughs> I'm Brody after dark. And I am Jess after dark. Uh, Astro Glide, sponsor us. 
Are we doing intro? A running theme forever is going to be me just begging Astroglide to give us money. Yeah. They're going to. Slide right in there. Give us some money. (laughs) Creatures of the void. Astroglide. Splish Splash. Splish Splash. We were taking a bath with some Astroglide. What are you guys drinking tonight? Today is going to be also like more unhinged than usual, probably. We are tired. We are tired. We are tired. We've been drinking, and it's just been a whole year of things that we're just now going to repress. It's like therapy. It is, and we and and uh, gonna, I'm going to say the magic word. Side note: I don't remember a lot about most of this. So. Oh my god, it was such a blur. Oh, it's such oh, a blur. Lord. We're going to do our best. Mm-hmm. We've got some video games, TV, movies. Got some, you know, honorable mentions. Yeah. Also, what we're looking forward to: both TV, movie, big franchises, as well as some YouTube stuff. Is mm-hmm. going about. into the future. Going into the future. What are we excited about? What did we like from this year? It's a long list, but when we were going through to make sure we hadn't missed anything, I actually did not consume that much media this year as opposed to others. Same. I think part of it is that we were looking at, like, what's everything that came out this one year, and it's like, of course, we didn't go to movie theaters. I actually consumed more media than I normally would have. So much less for me. See, I don't really watch a lot of TV. I mostly watch YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. But this year, I was watching more YouTube on top of, like, Disney+, Plus, so Disney TV shows, um, movies that were available through different streaming services. I consumed far more media than I had previously. I, could, I, could, I consumed less, even though it was probably more readily available to me. I... I'm normally, y'all see my video game collection, I'm usually on it with every yeah. big oh, major yeah. release, and I just have not had the time this Yo, year. Yo, Five Nights at Freddy's, plug in, oh my fucking we can, god. We can start there if you want. First no, game no, no, highlight no, no. of the let's, year. Let's talk, about, let's talk about our drinks first. Oh, right. But, oh yeah. my god, FNAF security breach just killed me. Oh. I have some opinions too, actually, but let's... I have some questions. Yeah, that's really I like fair. <laughs> I, with, my phone is... Strictly speaking, as we're recording this, you know what? Let's do a phone. Let's dying. do a phoneless episode. We are doing no, no passive aggressive googling today. No, we're just no. off the top of our heads, doing yeah, our best. Depending yep. on just depending on Brody's questions and your questions for Five Nights at Freddy's. No, you gotta oh, wing it. Steve. You gotta I, wing it. Oh lord, you gotta guys. wing it. You gotta wing right. it. If you can't think well, of anything, make something up. I've got my New England cider. I'm actually switching over to. I found this wonderful. Rose brought me uh, a beer today, guys. I did, but I also picked one up for myself. It's the same one. We're drinking Carhop Blueberry Lemonade Sour. And that is by Compass Rose, which is a local North Carolina, North Carolina. brewery. Mm-hmm. But right now, to kick things off, I've got my traditional New England cider. Mm-hmm. No New Friends by Artifact. Thank you. Very classic. Uh, for me, I just grabbed something familiar. I got Hoppy on my PA from uh, Foothills Brewing in Winston-Salem. Oh. Yeah, Hoppium is really good. I What I do like about it is the sweet finish. Yeah. It's got me, some nice malts to it along with some good hops. To me, I was in Greensboro for college, and they always had like a Hoppium or Jade IPA. I was just going to say Hoppium so or Jade is a classic in this Foothills area. to me is like a special thing. It's like, you know, when I first started actually liking beer, I went right to Foothills. So. Yeah. Gosh, you're so lucky. I didn't have these options when I was younger. <laughs> I didn't. It was like PBR or Miller Lite or Bust, oh. you know? Yeah. And I like both of those beers now, but what, I didn't I, when I was younger. If there's like a specific year where there was like the big IPA boom, 
I'm just very glad that I grew up right after that. I would say it was like, well, probably within the last 10 years, but a lot of people have a lot of disdain for um, a lot of the IPAs that are brewed Oh, some of them locally. Are well, a lot of them are crap, but here's the thing with IPAs is that um, if you fuck them up, they can just add a bunch of extra and other flavors to them to kind of mask the issue. Oh, yeah. With uh, your crispy boys, it's a lot harder to hide imperfections and problems. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why a lot of the times you see so many breweries pumping out these funky IPAs. And that's, <laughs> that's my biggest micro. Oh, shit. We fucked up. We fucked up big. You know it. Slap a new label on it. There you go. Hey, perfect. I mean, hey. It worked for Coca-Cola. It'll work for us. Well, if there was cocaine in my oh. IPA, I'd be a very happy camper. Yeah, cocaine um, IPA. It's addictive. We were doing that check in last episode. I missed my opportunity for this plug. Ooh. But fun fact. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the NORAD Santa Tracker started off as an office joke? Oh, yeah, you were telling me about the NORAD Santa Tracker. It started off... Jess, do you know the story of the NORAD Santa Tracker? I didn't know there was official one. I'm aware of Santa Trackers. And what's great is my mother-in-law was keeping track of Santa all night, even though we I all know... I was, too! There ain't I no Santa Claus. I was uh, managing the bar, and the first thing I did when I clocked in that day was I pulled it pulled up, up the on Santa the, Tracker. Mm-hmm. I pulled up Well, the you're bar. just delightful. <laughs> and I kept it... I kept informed... And I would call out, Santa is in New England. Yep, you would this... just be like, everybody shut up. Santa's in Africa. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Egyptians like are getting presents. Um, Actually, we have a British gentleman who's a regular. Did we come up with a name? Did we call him like Rupert or Ron or something? Yeah, it's Ron Weasley. Ron, Ron Weasley. Weasley. Yeah, Ron Weasley Ron. was at the bar. Ron Weasley was at the bar. And I go, Ron, Ron. Yeah, Santa's in London. Boy? Really? Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy, he ran over. Ron Weasley's a child at heart. So. I love Ron yeah. Weasley. He, he ran over and I'm like, look, and he goes, Santa's going to fly right over my hometown. Oh, tell Santa's going to fly over. Yeah, tell my he's family gonna, I He's got more of a northern accent. Tell Manchester he can piss off. <laughs> okay, that's better. You do sound yeah. more like a, like a hooligan, but... <laughs> Oh, I, I live by the hooligan. Yeah. Yeah, but live the, by the um, hooligan, die by the hooligan. Damn the right. official Santa Tracker, though, started off as a uh, office joke. Because one year, someone had put up, they have this big radar. They had this big radar up mm. in the middle of the room. And someone had put up, like, a little sticker or, like, cut out of Santa's sleigh and all his reindeer. And they were all laughing about it. And um, some high up comes into the office, goes... What the hell is that on our radar? Sir, it's Santa and his sleigh. <laughs> I love that. Oh, mm-hmm. no, it gets better. Sir, so we found high it. Up, this high up Should guy. we take him down? It's like that scene from Austin Powers with Big Boy. Yeah, this high up dude. It's actually a running joke through the first two movies. Sorry, Ray. Goes up to the, uh, to the telephone and phones the local radio station yep. in the middle of like some podcast or whatever that they were doing. And goes, this is a NORAD station, blah, blah, blah. We have found Santa Claus. We have his coordinates. We are reporting that Santa is now on our radar. And it just became this gag for that moment when he was calling in. Yep. The radio station would call back every hour and say, hey. Quick Santa update. Where's Santa now? And it just became this thing. I love that. For the radio station and for NORAD. Oh, well, we found Santa over this country and this continent and blah 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 and it was all like 
quote unquote I love official. it. I love adults mm-hmm. that sell it so hard. My dad used to even hop up on the roof and bang around when, when, <laughs> I was, when my sisters were kids. Yeah, they sold it so good. Up until I was told, I literally had no clue. <laughs> but I'm also extremely trusting. So yeah. I, I, it's like, this all checks probably, out. Yeah, this all checks out. You're t- oh, I have no reason not to believe you guys. I'm like, whatever. I thought I heard something on the roof. Yeah, exactly. And my the mom, cookies are bitten into, and the milk is half drunk. There's only one explanation. Yeah, exactly. Well, my yeah, mom yeah. used to even, for the Easter Bunny, leave, like, tiny mittens in the house and Aww. do, do uh, Wait, bunny footprints on. on the fireplace so it looks like a bunny came to drop off. Our- they, my parents really went all out for us to believe in magic they Aww. really stage this scene well oh Adorable. yeah mm-hmm. my yeah my mother's amazing hi mom i know you listen you're amazing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean if you want to learn more about that go look it up go look up the history of the norad santa tracker but i forgot that that was the it's a fun read fun fact mm-hmm. that i wanted to bring up for our holiday episode and it's just adorable because you've got a bunch of like basically federal agents acting like children yeah. We're all children. All, we're all children. And I, I, I love like. It. I, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all kids. In the best way possible. I should mm-hmm. say. Federal agents. <laughs> federal agents are like children in the best way possible. You're these heard guys, it here first, these guys. guys. <laughs> no, this group of people, NORAD. NORAD. NORAD specifically. I love you. Um, before we delve into, we decided Five Nights at Freddy's first. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any New Year's, New Year's resolutions? Are we doing that? Are we going to make a public declaration right now of our intentions for ourselves in and the that coming never fulfilled year? That, that never get fulfilled? Well, that's not true because two years ago, I made a resolution that I did not share with anyone mm-hmm. to be more Don't proactive. Well, I just do it now. But to be more proactive with uh, conflict or issues in my life so that I am not as stressed. Nice. So it wasn't nice. even like a selfish or like a, a vain, which I feel like most of them, most people have resolutions that have to deal with their body image. Mine was entirely like... Bitch, you're too stressed out. You gotta handle this better. Hmm. I think that was the year I got shingles on my face. Yes. Damn. Yeah, I went into the doctor and they're like, wow, you must have had a stressful holiday. And it's like, you have no fucking idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've got herpes on my face. Thank you. That's a sign. It is. It is actually. My immune system was shot and I got the herpes all over my face. Still didn't miss a day of work though. Nice. I don't have one this year, but you want to hear a funny one I had a few years ago? I absolutely do. Uh, There was one resolution where I was riding a weird high of confidence. And when you do, you think, I could probably try stand-up. Stand-up, really? Yeah, and I knew some other folks in the area. Would you do it? I would you can be good it. at stand up. You just have to practice. No oh yeah, no. It. Like you gotta practice you gotta write. all the time. Yeah, you gotta write and practice. My problem was I told myself by the end of the next year I want to do a stand up at a place, like a club or something small like that, or an open mic, and do well. And that year was for twenty twenty. <gasps> no, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Well, so. have you thought about re pursuing this goal? I'll come see you do some open mics. Not recently. I just think about like what I would say, and it's just like I don't know if I can. Just write it down. All you have to do is come up with a cool two minute set. You have two minutes is easy. Two minutes. I think two minutes is hard. I I think. I think. I think writing down. I think writing down any. I mean, I think. I think stand up is difficult as shit. Yeah, like there's such a difference between like actually being a funny person and coming up with funny scenarios and ideas and stories to tell people i think uh i was listening to andrew santino on his podcast and he said there's only two ways you do it one is you're an absolute genius who knows how to communicate things in a way that's very 
much different from how people usually think of them. Or two, you're an absolute idiot and it's all you can do. Aww. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's true, but I do think having a strong point of view with any type of creating, because I, oh, I can't tell you how many times I've interacted with people that they think are funny, was, and they're like, well, I don't want to go see that stand-up comedian, because I could be just as funny, and it's like, well, get up there and fucking do it. Like, yeah. honestly, like, get up there and fucking captivate an audience for five to ten minutes, and keep it fresh. And you don't rely on just audience interaction. Yeah, I'm not just, saying... No, the first thing I do when I come up is like, hey, how's everyone doing? Who here is from Denver? Yeah. <laughs> I have a Denver omelet joke I want to make. Please? Can we crack a few eggs to make this omelet joke? Hey, hey, please clap. Yeah, everybody, please clap for me. I've had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I know we have a touch-up, but the new Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, we should add to the list of things we're excited oh, about. Oh, that's coming out? Oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, shit. Yeah, just speaking of stand-up know. comedians. <laughs> we'll get to that at the end. All um, right, uh, Rose, can you take us off with Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach? We're going to do video games first, and then we'll see what happens after that, guys. I don't even get to say whether or not I have a New Year's resolution. Oh, do you? No. Okay, well, is it, let's continue. Is it to play more FNAF? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it is to play more video games. Okay, fine. <laughs> New Year's resolution. Play more video games. Starting with... Let me slam my drink down. Oh, my God! Volume warning. Ah! I'll fix it. <laughs> ah! Five Nights at Freddy's killed me because they brought back William Afton. Chess, do you know who that is? Is he one of the janitors? No, he's the guy who killed kids. He's killed, like, nine kids. Oh, no? Cool. Twelve. Twelve. He's like Weasel. Twelve. He's like... A person weasel. Weasel person? Um, no. Uh, is William Afton a weasel he's, man? You guys have... He's, he's wait! A guy. I had Suicide Squad to the best movie. Oh, well, yeah. Mm. Uh, I'll, I have a point that goes that fits into it later. I watched it three times. Continue. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. They brought back William Afton, and you basically have to play Five Nights at 30, Freddy's 3, which I've watched gameplay. I never played it, so I've played the first one and Security Breach. Didn't have... I watched... Um, Help Wanted and the, the Simulator. The I I said fuck it to FNAF World and the uh, that simulator. was like a like a turn based game, right? Like yeah, FNAF World was a weird. That seemed one. like a jump the shark kind of thing. But it was so. I think they have jumped the shark in a way, but I will save my judgment for later. I think I they jumped the shark on two. So, no, I dabbled with two, and I, I will say what I appreciate about the first two is that, um, to me, it took more skill yes. to be good at those games, which it, was okay. which was why did. it was appealing to children and adults alike, because it was still a very much a skill-based game. It's hard. Security Breach is way too bubblegum for adult audiences, in my opinion. Yes and no. You know? I, I, um, but granted, I've only watched Markiplier like the f- first five. I've seen a good amount of it. There's ten. So yeah, I've seen, seen about half. Yeah, I've seen a good amount of it. I, and I, um, I don't hate the story. And that's not my issue with it. The storyline is complicated as well. Yeah, and I'm fine and with that. Quite I, frankly, so the storyline is you're basically a homeless kid who has no family. He snuck into, his name is Gregory. Oh, God, life is hard enough already. Mm-hmm. He, he snuck into five. Oh, God, animatronics? Into, no, he snuck into Where's the, pizza? Uh, the Pizzaplex. Okay. <laughs> Such a great name. I love, I love that. You're like, hey guys, let's go to the Pizzaplex. I'm like, I'm so fucking down. Let's go right now. <laughs> Sorry, Rose. <laughs> it's basically like this um, theme park, this Five Nights at Freddy. It's like this 
Freddy Fazbear pizzeria themed mall, which has salons, it's got racetracks. It's it like, is literally absurd. It, mm. It's an entire the, complex. The hardest map. thing for you to accept in this whole reality that they've built is this would not exist. So the franchise, <laughs> what the franchise really took off, huh? Oh my god! Oh, I mean, okay. I'm still glad that guy who made this is making money because oh. he. Oh, he's probably got yeah. No, I'm oh, happy that man's making. Scott? Scott yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he. So, do you know the he original reason he started? Fire yes, I do because they said his animations. He looked was a game creepy. designer. They looked yeah. creepy. They looked like animatronics. So he said, fuck you. I'm just going to make a horror no, game about animatronics. If you want to see creepy, I will give you creepy. And started creating Five Nights at Freddy's. It's, like, it's a real mm-hmm. Tim Burton story, you know? I love My it. My shit looks creepy. I'm going to be creepy. I yeah. don't like the man himself for a variety of like, personal I don't know reasons. Anything. I know nothing about his personal and life either. No. Don't, you don't have to. I'm not going to look. I got, I'm, not I'm sure it's not going to make me I got happy. that involved. Yes, I got that involved, which I know about Scott Coffin. His last name's of- Coffin? Yeah, Scott Coffin. <laughs> cool. Um, his son's name is Nalanda. <laughs> Brody, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, I don't like Scott himself, but I do respect him in the point of, he's like, he's evolved so well. I will always have infinite amount of respect for anyone who creates art and puts it out there, and then he gets shit on, and then he says, fuck you, I'm going to make this my own. Infinite amount of respect for any, and owns it. it. Make millions of of dollars off of spite. Yeah. Oh, is there no better way? (laughs) (laughs) But... I just want to know because, like, traditionally, you're not really much of a horror person. Would you Would you say like you do a lot of horror movies or TV show? Video games. You do, do do horror I video will, games. Though. I know, can read. The and irony play. in that is that to me, and I have this discussion with my husband all the time, is we feel that video because movies don't really scare me. That video games are the final frontier of true horror yes, that you can experience because you experience oh, yeah. firsthand. If you, you don't, feel very if connected you to into, the decisions of the characters. If you don't mm-hmm. know much about a video game going into it, or even if you know... See, here's the thing. I've watched a lot of gameplay for Security Breach, so I can be prepared. But as I go through and personally play it, I am still scared and terrified of every jump scare that comes around, of every time I die. Yeah, you will get as much out of it as you feel like putting into it. Yeah. So if you let yourself mm-hmm. get into that zone, you're going to love it. Nice. And Security Breach for me is a divergence from the traditional way you play FNAF, Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, I That's like exactly. It's very against form. So, well, it, yeah, it's, a, it's an open move. For all intents and purposes, it's. It's like what Rose said last episode that it is like alien isolation that you do later on get a weapon, but it's a it's a hide and seek. It's a hide and seek game. It's it is a hide and seek though that turns into a run and gun though. Yeah, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, at the very well, yeah. one of the endings is a run and gun. Because I, I saw some clips of that. One of the endings, or I should say, like multiple of the endings, it is a run and gun. Can I just yes. say that I don't like the mechanics of um, you using Freddy Fazbear as a fucking suit. I love that. One. I don't like it at all. I don't I like it at it. all. I don't like it's teaming up. It is a great callback, though, to the um, the best ending that you can get is when you go and kill William Afton. You burn down the entire complex. Hell yeah, revenge and on the guy. Cleanse it with fire. Yeah, you basically. Well, I mean, he's already been try. You already tried that. Somebody hmm. back in. Um, oh my god, 
The really big one. You could just make stuff so up. So I have no. an issue with them using the, the Freddy big, Fazbear like, as a suit because he's supposed to be a fucking villain. We like no, that more. Freddy, and and it's a, it's a cheap mechanic for you to add to your game to make you traversing the map slightly more interesting because it is boring. Freddy is a child. Freddy's... I don't... I, I, that's Freddy fine. is the soul of a child. That's fine. He's trying... He thinks that's fine. He should be angry. You're going back to Five Nights at Freddy's 1. And I'm fine with that. That's what yeah, I that's want. That's the first game. That's what Just, I want. All the kids are stuffed into these... Uh, so this is like Coraline. This is just a straight rip no, off of Coraline. No, it's not Coraline. All these kids are stuffed into the different animatronic suits, and they all think that you're the one who killed them when you're not. Well, they're so they're dumb. They don't understand. Why are you stirring the pot so hard on Five Nights at Freddy's? I just really didn't like it. Why are you like calling it? these dead kids dumb? Why <laughs> you... Well, they're not real, first off. <laughs> they're, they're not, they're 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 not real. They're real to me, damn it. <laughs> They're not real. They're not real, and all I'm doing is pointing out a mechanic that really doesn't serve much of a purpose. Soul of a child. Is that your main complaint about this game, where you run away from animatronic Chuck E. Cheeses? (laughs) Is that the suspension of disbelief being broken right there for you? No, it's not suspension of disbelief. It's literally adding a one more mechanic where, oh, I guess you have to monitor the battery to Fuzzy Freddy Fazbear now as you traverse the. Pizza Plex, because going around that environment is boring. There are certain locations. No, it's not supposed to be boring. This was supposed to be like a groundbreaking thing. You get the upgrades to traverse the thing. You kill all his friends so he can get their eyes, their voice box, and their hands, their paws. It is a lot like Coraline, though, I'm going to say. It is is a lot like Coraline. (laughs) Whatever, that's a debate we can get into another day. Oh, we really should... Do compare and contrast of Coraline and uh, Security Breach. I <laughs> I actually really do love it. I love the style. I love how they really, they, the team, and everybody kind of took a different approach to this and gave us options and more mobility. So it's not just a classic Five Nights at Freddy's, but it does have that feel. Because there are moments where you're stuck in a security office and you have to wait like three minutes. You have to survive. I, you know, I want to know what it wasn't made for me. I'm not a child. I don't know what to say. I oh, it was. I'm not a child, but I love it. Brody, you said you had questions. You, what questions do you have? Oh no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop beating a dead horse. No, it's yeah. not a dead horse. Uh, this might um, influence someone who had never thought about picking up the franchise at all to play it. Yeah. Yeah, it really should. At least go watch your favorite YouTuber, because, I mean, all over the internet for the past week and a half. We both watch Markiplier. We both yeah. watch Mark. And you um, said this is on, like, PlayStation and, like, Xbox yeah, it, and shit no, like that, Yeah, no, it's too. on PlayStation, and it's on PC. So anyone can get it. It's, like, 30 Most bucks. Most people can get it. It's 30 bucks. Oh, so oh it's only 30 bucks? Okay, have, I, I'm, not, I'm not as pissed off about this game anymore. Hold on. Before you invest in it... This is definitely not a triple A $60 game. watch your favorite YouTuber's... Or like the give a little YouTuber, taste of it. Yeah, give a little taste of it. I suggest it that is. with any purchase in general. If yeah, especially games. Yeah, especially yeah, especially games these days. If I did that with Cyberpunk, I would be a less angry man. <laughs> I, I <laughs> actually, that's what I always do. I I actually really like Cyberpunk. And I know you did, and you're kind of the reason why I mostly got because he gave it. I'm really sorry. Good. No, it's not your fault. It's, it's really not. Shit. I'm gonna open up my salad ASMR. Real quick. We don't need to delve into Cyberpunk too much, but I, um, those are the kind of games that I play. That came out last year. We don't, yeah. 
We're not, but right, I, I but really like that. video it. games that really took the cake for me. Oh, it I mean, like, there's, two. there's, yeah, this, like, yeah. It takes two. I played that with my best friend. I played mm-hmm. it with my husband. We haven't finished it yet, though. I it haven't is. played it, but I was the third guy on the couch while my brother and his fiance played it. So that's kind of the perfect experience, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say it's really revolutionary to me how for it takes two. It's in multiplayer, and you have to have two play people to play it. That's mm-hmm. why it's called it takes two. Oh. I can. <laughs> um, I bought the game, but my best friend made an account and used a guest pass to play the game. So, so long as your friends over, like whatever, EA games their platform on is. their like same network i guess yeah so long as your friends a huge them. reason why this game succeeded is because we are over the past two years in a time where um we're not having a lot of people aren't having as much human interaction as they normally would Very true. and the fact that in general modern gaming has almost entirely wiped out couch co-ops yeah which is probably my biggest fucking issue if with a lot of multiplayer games we would just wouldn't yeah. have it yeah and this game? this game is like it's it's only a couch co-op which is I mean, for the most part you played with your friend online there's other workarounds but yeah for the most this part is... they do not release games like this anymore yeah but, you know they want you to buy two copies and they want you to each have a system so that you can play together yeah but it's revolutionary where i bought the game and this game is one of the reasons why my friend and i actually had once a week like we worked it out to the point where on Wednesdays or Thursdays, we're not working. We're going to spend at least two hours playing this. I got that social interaction because we were playing this game. And well, in general, a lot of online games are like that. But I think the also the wholesome core of this story thing, as well. Like, you had to buy, you have to buy other, like a copy for... You have to buy a copy for it. Are there other games that you can do that, or was it only It Takes Two? To my knowledge, the only game I've ever played where you don't have to physically buy a copy of it is this one. Like, I, I in my experience... I remember it from, like, uh, uh, Mario Kart on the DS had that, where it's, like, one person had it, and then, like, I think there everyone are else around some like that, but they're few game. and far between. Yeah, it's yeah. a very... Like it's a rarity. Everyone to up and up top does that make an easy decision. It, it's like, no, nah, we'll make more money not major, doing this. Major um, little big planet vibes. If, if I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I, I, I love the little big planet series. They're um, a PlayStation exclusive. It, that's on. I don't have to go in about that, but mm. like, I'm talking about the aesthetics and the gameplay are very similar yes. to Little Big Planet, except yeah. Little Big Planet's a side scroller. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's a wholesome story. You know, it's a couple. They're thinking about getting divorced. Their daughter had made dolls of them. They turn to the dolls. They have to reverse the house. They have to reverse the backyard. Re- they have to reverse the spell by making their daughter cry. Which and I yeah, mean, and the whole time they're like interrupted by her toys, who are just like and the book and the book, and the, the annoying ass book. Oh, the book, the weird sexual book. I, I didn't like the book. I, in fact, Doctor Akeem. Yeah, and, and in fact, if I could just remove one thing from the game, it would be the book. I no! just put text on the screen. No, I like the book. I'm sure you can skip the cutscenes, right? You can. I mean, for the first actually, time, I'm not going to skip the cutscenes, and, and I get it. It's or you want to know what? Go full on and just make it like a Kama Sutra book or something. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> um, yeah, it's and I really recommend. Obviously, you guys know where this is going. Uh, watching Dan and Aaron on Game Cramps play it. 
Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. It's fun to well, watch I mean, Dan and Aaron play this anytime together. Anytime you have someone whose whole dynamic is playing games together, two people on the same couch. And they really excel at talking to each other while they play. Yeah. Which is hard to do. It really My, is. It really is. My best friend and I, our conversation literally got to just us telling each other directions. Go left. No, the other left. Go left. No. Oh, yeah. That's eventually what it turns into. <laughs> Go, go, go! You're, why are you not rubbing? I am! Shit! Yeah, I think it takes two. We're never gonna make our daughter cry. Yeah, we'll okay, be uh, actually, remembered as probably the most loved game of this year, absolutely. We, yeah. we kept failing at the first boss battle. The vacuum? To the point, yeah, the vacuum. Vacuum's to the easy. point where we broke it. We you broke, broke the, vacuum? the game. Oh. No, we broke the game. I think breaking the vacuum is the whole point. Yeah, we were supposed to break the vacuum, but we broke the game instead. I'm just imagining Poor you like vacuum. breaking it like office space styles, like fucking He's left vacuum. behind. No, it just it started. It's more out. like the brave little toaster kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, nice. it, it really is. Yeah. Oh, it is. You know what? That would be that a game. whole movie. Oh, the brave little brave toaster little would be toaster? an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. RPG brave little toaster trying to traverse that forest and find your master. Holy shit! Give me my money right now. I'll give you all my money. I want to play that. Just bang it on the table. Just the forest? Part? Well, I imagine the forest would be super interesting, especially with the whole ring dig they have hooked up where you they you have the, different the chair on. hooks into the vacuum <laughs> and, and, and Kirby is pulling everybody <laughs> on, the, on the rolly chair. I just kind of want to ride around in a forest and he's vacuuming the grass as he's going and squirrels are throwing nuts at you. You, I do, haven't put a lot of thought into this. Don't judge me. There are, you do. There are parts to the game where I absolutely fucking love it. Like, this, have you gotten to the squirrel level yet? <laughs> There's the squirrel level. I've only <gasps> seen. <laughs> I've only yes. seen like how they are it's like over militarized squirrels who just like shoot yes. nuts at you. Yes. Oh, that is hilarious! <laughs> and you have the um, little uh, glider made of made of his uh, made of the husband's underwear. Yep, That's smart. Yeah. The under glider. Yeah, I always gotta do dad fart and poop jokes in a show. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Honorable mentions, though. Do we have any other games that we actually played uh, that we want to discuss? I didn't play this. Metroid Prime came out, and I think... I didn't play it either. I just remember one day there was a big line around GameStop, and I was just like, <laughs> what's I this? Metroid? Okay. And everyone's talking about it. I'm like, well, that's cool. I mean, uh, I like that Samus is a girl. Yeah. That's all I got to the say only about game that. that I... Samus was a girl? Yeah, I knew that. Oh. Okay. Samus what? has always been a girl. Yeah. Yeah, ever since they popped it Smash Brothers just, like, forever. In a okay. bikini. That's how I found out. Oh! Smash Brothers, um... Oh, Came yeah, out so with our... the Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that was a fun way to get back into it. I started <laughs> playing Smash Brothers. I learned they were doing a Kingdom Hearts DLC. I bought Smash Bros. in a fucking heartbeat. Yep. I bought it so I could play, I relive. Play yes, you I know. I'm, I will have some time soon. How about Maybe. soon? In the new year. Let's make it a resolution that we play it together. Oh, I love that. Nice. Oh, yeah, and that's a fun us. one. Yeah. And, three of us. Yeah. Oh my god, drunkenly trying to play Kingdom Hearts. Drunkenly trying to explain Kingdom Hearts. Oh as my a whole. god. That's going to be an episode. <laughs> All right, guys, we're we're a little lost. Yeah. But don't worry about it, cause um, there's a village just up ahead, isn't there? Oh my gosh, a village, and oh my god, there's a residency there. I hope it's there's good. A, oh man, are those tits? Are those tits and an ass? Titties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brody, Brody, where are we? Ten foot tall giant woman with big old boobies. <laughs> oh my god, her name. It's Lady Lady D. Lady. Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu? What? Are we talking about? Let's never do improv ever again. <laughs> I think it works. 
I think I'd be really good at it. We must be talking about Resident Evil The Village or Resident yeah. Evil 8. I didn't play it. I didn't play it either, but I sure as shit watched a lot of other people play I it. I watched the shit out of that. Yep. Oh my god. Because I, I watched... didn't have a PS5, and now I have one, and I don't even want to play I it anymore. I don't even, and I don't I even touch that it. franchise. Oh my god. Y'all know I love my Resident Evil. You know, you know I am in general, and I won't say this about a lot of horror games, but I will say that even if you don't play it, watching Let's Plays of Resident Evil it's has become so such a cinematic experience with the it's remakes. It's so fascinating, though, to watch someone and then, like, He's actually good at it, too, because some Jack people are Septicai. so good at it. Jack Septicai. I watch Bach McLaughlin. His name is Sean McLaughlin, otherwise Oi. known as Jack Septicai. Um, I watched Mark Fishbach, Markiplier play it. But, and, oh my god, both times. Bach both- Soup is a, um, he is a, a really great horror uh, Twitch streamer and YouTuber that I watch. And he is so fucking good at Resident Evil. He, uh... He played the shit out of this game on every difficulty and then speeds run it till it's dead. He speeds run speed runs all the Resident Evils. And if you want to do this real quick, I recommend doing Bok the Soup. He's a fucking Resident Evil Sean expert. Sean tried it. Jack, Jack Septica, he tried to do a speed run too. And oh my god, I can never do that. Any other honorable mentions? Uh, I will mention uh, that the Animal Crossing updates, along with the Happy oh, Home yeah, that was very yeah. decorator. Did you, you get that? Oh, God, I love it so much. It's Who doesn't nice. want to decorate little animal houses? It's a, it's a good creative mode. Did you pick it up, Brody? I did. And it's good, right? It's very fun. It's very fun. And it's um, it's a good little uh, break from your regular routine to do. Mm-hmm. But really, the best thing about it is the items you're going to get from it, guys. Oh, yeah. You get good stuff. You get good stuff. And you have a second place to shop and a second catalog to order from with a separate money system, which is so beneficial nice. if you have projects on your island. And one game that actually is recent that I played was uh, Splitgate. Yeah. Have you seen have you seen anyone play Splitgate? Not familiar, no. no. Uh, just close your eyes, imagine Halo, mm-hmm. and you have the portal gun from Portal. Okay. So you yeah. just have the same mechanics, and it's still like a very big bang bang shoot 'em up kind of game. Okay. I like oh, shoot 'em ups that are clever. Oh yeah, Halo also came Halo, out. Halo honorable mention because I grew up with Bungie. Oh. If I you're gonna fight yeah, me I on played that, Halo in forever. I I played. Who dual dual wields needlers and everyone hates you. <laughs> That was me in high school. I was a PlayStation guy. I never touched it. I didn't have like the. I didn't have. I, I didn't it. have gamer friends. Okay. I had both at one point. Oh, I didn't really oh, either up God. until I was an adult. But like, um, I felt like my all my friends' brothers played, and I would just play with them. So I had one. Um, I had like a PlayStation, and then I also got like an Xbox because wow. my mother got them for us. My first hmm. system. Everybody in the universe. Was a Sega Saturn. Oh, I also oh, had nice. an Atari. My mother got an old school Atari, and I played Frogger forever. I did N sixty four. I got the Sega Saturn when it came out. I'm older than a lot older than Rose oh, yeah. and Brody. You know what game I've been really playing? What? That's a brand new game. Mm. What? Uh, Paper Mario from two thousand and one. Good for you. Good for you. You enjoy it. Those are beautiful games. Oh, I love them. Yeah, I a- love Mario Sunshine. Um, Sunshine's fun. Sunshine's so fun. Has there been a new Mario game this year? No. No? So, Mario Party. Superstars. Oh, yeah, that was Super a fun one. That counts in WarioWare. Yeah, we played it. Yeah, those mm. count. Oh, we played it. Yeah, yeah we, we, we played it. Brody kicked one. our asses. We uh, need to yeah, play it yeah, again. Yeah, Brody kicked is, our asses. Well, we can play next yeah. Monday, actually. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the we, thing that kind of, like, blew my mind was that I kind of figured... 
2020 was like a really good year for the video game industry, mostly because everyone everybody was, was in lockdown. Animal Crossing and There was that brief period where Animal Crossing and Doom came out, and everyone was just like talking about both of them. Can I just say that in the beginning of quarantine, it was Animal Crossing. How we all mm-hmm. were like, oh, oh it's, we I needed it. I, I lost my we job. All, it was such it was good timing. Such a saving grace for me, honestly. I had nothing at the going end on. Of quarantine. It was Among Us where we we're all killing each other. Oh yeah. Yeah, I knew. You know what? I loved. Um, That's call, a very call me Kevin playing Among Us. If uh, he's friends with Jack Set, the guy. Yeah. He does a little more ridiculous stuff, but he actually did take Among Us kind of seriously. And if you want to watch him do more oh, serious. Streams. He does stream on Twitch where he actually takes games seriously. But his Among Us streams are the best. Oh, and Phasmo, Phasmophobia. Oh, Phasmophobia. Oh, Phasmo. Oh, Phasmo. Yeah. Year? No, but we're, no? we're talking about like. Oh, like a 2020 game. Me and Rose pop on Phasmo every now and then. We have a good time. Oh my gosh. That's actually how we started hanging out. Was like, mm-hmm. she got. When, you got Phasmo. I know. First. You told me. No, you told me you had it. And I said, oh, yeah, I I said hey, I'll buy it if you'll play with me, even just once a month. And that's what we did. And that's we what we did. But that's weird. Like, the, like I feel like 2020 had such good momentum. And then, then this year, there's, like, a lot of forgettable things that if, came I out. I mean, if we're talking Everything. about the video games that have come out, it has been disappointing. Yeah. 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 But I, I think, there to the credit really of developers and studios, they didn't really know what... I guess that shouldn't have affected video game sales, but it had to have affected um, it actually overall productivity. Well, it increased video game sales 2020. Mm-hmm. It, like skyrocketed video games because everybody had. Oh, like, I was gaming in 2020. Yeah, yeah was, like, 2020, I was like, hardcore Wii, doing it a lot yeah. more. It was when it's just like I just felt like I have nothing to do but sink time into this. Let's exactly. boot up Skyrim. That's yeah. exactly what's for. Skyrim's always so good to go back to. Skyrim and Red Dead were just like my big two like time killers. Red Dead Redemption was uh the second one was 2019 though, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So like I already played it, but I'm just thinking like. If you've I, only done one playthrough, do it again. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. And don't do any so- and don't do any story missions. Don't do any story. Ah! Stay in the first, maybe second uh, yeah. campsite. But that's you all I really have to say about there. video games. It's just like it felt like a lot had come out, and we were still in quarantine, and we didn't have you're, as much. You know, you're right Ooh, though, and no, we didn't touch on that. One. Just saying the overt sentence of um, we were probably really burnt out. Yeah, I be- a little bit of a burnout <laughs> from I all the consumption of last year and how much time we spent gaming and watching movies. And it was like, you know what? Things are opening back up. I have things to do. Yeah. And I kind of want to move on to another uh, medium that I figured was doing really well this year. Uh, television has been just great oh, for it this is past the- year. Oh my Killed God. it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you guys know. Uh, just Invincible came out this year. Mm-hmm. That was this year. That doesn't, was this year. Doesn't that it feel like year? three years ago? Yes. It feels like Squid last games. year. Oh my god, we're totally gonna get into Squid Games. Okay, no, we're just getting into Squid Games. We can just do Squid Game right now. Yeah, so definitely for sure, the biggest thing that was watched for a whole month around the entire world was a was, Korean TV show. Was a Korean miniseries. It was Squid Games. You already know what Squid Games is. Everybody knows what Squid Games is. is. We do not need to go but into But just the, the fact that it became such a significant, like, Literally everyone was watching and, this And I think world. we can think, um, well, in general, we don't, I, y'all know how into Korean cinema I've been for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we can think, I believe, Parasite. Parasite. For this insurgence in the U.S. There's a lot yes. of parallels. There's a lot of, well, there's a lot of parallels. Thematically but... and mostly just thematically. I, I don't think we need to get into Squid Games in general. Can, do you want to talk about our favorite moments or do we want to just cut in and uh, discuss how we felt about the ending? I mean, like... 
I have a theory about the ending. Uh, let's hear that. Yeah, yeah, so, go for it. The old man turns out that the old man was um, like the person who created it, whatever. He was this one of the guy. elites. He was one of the elites who participated. The yeah. rich bastards who sort of just like to watch and shit. Yeah. yeah. And so the guy gives he missed. the mm-hmm. winner a challenge. And he said that whoever helps you, this guy in the street. Yeah, there's a guy in the street and him. The street, and they're both dying. Midnight, they're both dying. Whoever helps the guy, the young man will get the money, right? Yeah, it's like if you want to keep the money, let's see if anyone helps him. One last bet. Is the there is the the per, the young guy. The young guy is no better than mm-hmm. the old man yeah, because you... there was there were no rules or regulations forbidding the young man to, from going downstairs yep. and helping the old man. Well, I think like Ji Hoon's character has always kind of been like that. Like the first episode, he's just like a shit dad, super broke, begging for money, but it's like, if he has money, he's gonna give it to someone or do something nice with it. Yeah, but, you know, wouldn't your first thought... He's not as huge of a piece of shit as um, you're led to believe. Now, I, I will go into the saying that I did watch it with uh, dubs. I, I, I don't give a shit. Judge me. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's, it's but I, and I also am going to sit here and tell you that I realize that a lot of stuff oh, yeah. is lost in translation and isn't translated correctly. Yeah, I heard a lot of that yeah. happened with the woman with the curly hair. The woman like, with the curly hair who was my favorite character and um, specifically with Ji Hoon's background story because he was laid off from a ma- uh, auto, mecha- auto manufacturing plant. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. did have a job. He wasn't always a piece of shit. He was laid off in an unfair way. Um, a lot of people were. That's that scene him going back to get his fucking money or whatever. Yeah. Or is that another? I don't know. No, no, that's uh, that's um, the uh, the. It's a parallel. The guy from Pakistan. Yeah, it? it's a parallel. Yeah, exactly. It's a parallel to what he's already experienced. Right. And so it just kind of makes you a little softened to Ji Hoon's experience because he's not a total piece of shit. He had a good job. He things were going good. He lost his job in a terrible way, and this is what he has kind of resorted to for his Which life. Which kind of makes me think, like, the main reason why this became such a big international hit, for the most part, is because an American audience was so easily able to relate to something that's happening in another country. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's been a hard year. We have we have our own economic problems. It's been a hard few years, and it's a hard year every year for a ton of people. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just is that way, unfortunately. And I'm so, not saying I like it, but it's so, just the way it is. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, like, if this was an American production, it probably wouldn't have gotten as many eyeballs on it, but oh, it still no. probably would have been very similar. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Whatever, I, think, I don't... I, I, it shouldn't be an American production. No, I was just going to say, I don't think it should be an American production because I think what people found so charming about it was the parallels right. between... Um, this, uh, I, I don't really know what life is like in Seoul, but we could say there's parallels between their life and our way of life, and, and everybody on Earth that lives in a major civilization, modern civilization. Mm-hmm. But, um, gosh, they, in particular, they took such a fanciful and fun direction, at least in the, the production design, the set design. It's it's actually yeah. quite whimsical no, in a lot of ways. So many that is a direct, uh, it's like the yin and the yang. 
So you have like your yang, your your dark side or whatever. That's like the harsh reality of what's going on. And then you have this light, like fluffy, like beautiful, like dream esque kind of uh, compound you put everybody in until they until right. they fight to the death. And I don't think that <laughs> I don't you think play to the death. Oh, they're fighting. I, I don't think... <laughs> it starts with playing, but it ends with And I don't think any of that would have translated well in an, yeah. done by an American studio with American actors. I just don't think it would have been the same. But like you said, this was also so iconic of a design, just in, like, <sighs> color choice, costuming. Like, I'm surprised more people didn't do, like, the... Like the Halloween costumes. I knew a few people who wanted to be like the, the guards with the pink hoodies. I wanted yeah. to, if I was still a little bit younger and, you know, we weren't in a pandemic, I would have dressed up as the red light, green light girl. Oh, that would have been And fun. that's... You know what? I think that was like my first moment because it's like, I, I knew it was going to be like bloody and gory going in, but like seeing just like sheer human panic in large numbers and then seeing the old man just like get his jollies off walking past these corpses and i'm just like this show is fun and weird it makes you it kind of makes you angry though for not noticing the small the clues man. yeah like, but like in the tug of war scene he's not strapped in at all mm-hmm. like there's things that if you're what, actually paying attention but you know I, i'm you, always fully on board with everything what do you I'm think watching. would have happened with the old man if he couldn't complete the cookie challenge because, okay, the second game when they're, like, having to carve out the cookies? So I think if he even waited till the end, there's no way for another player to confirm whether or not he hadn't done it. Because by the end of the game, if you remember, everyone's really spread out and doing their own thing, and they're very wrapped up in their own experience. They're not watching their neighbors as much. Right. I, I think he could have easily gotten away with... A guard ha- could just, a, a guard just being cookie. like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, the, I, don't, I don't think anyone would have noticed or paid attention to him at all. Because he's not seen as a threat. So people aren't paying attention to him. That he's is seen as a weakling. That's I, another... I, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just, I just don't think it would have been a big deal. Because I did think about that. And that actually leads to another theory that I heard online about Squid Game. This is like, uh, yeah, like you said, another detail that kind of shows that he's smarter than, than just being the feeble old man. When they uh, like take the bed sheets off and it, he like made it look like he had pissed himself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also right next to him a half drunk bottle of water, which everyone just kind of like didn't notice. And then Ji Hoon, the main guy, gives him the jacket to sort of put over and hide. So it's like you know you pissed yourself. You don't want people looking at that. And then uh, the old man gave Ji Hoon his jacket to replace it, and that was in like a lot of people's minds like oh this is the old man sort of like choosing who's gonna win this mm. because then after that they go into the marbles challenge oh the marbles challenge if you haven't seen the marbles it, challenge is that's, really it's good the most cruel of all of them are we thinking of the two female characters in particular right oh, now and the female characters just uh what was this the two young ones we're not talking about the curly hair badass lady who... no she wasn't a part of it i'm talking about no the, you're right she wasn't the young one, the two young passed. ones and i'm also thinking about um the guy who tricked the other guy the guy who was from pakistan what was the name of the guy who tricked them um he is ji hoon's like childhood rival yeah and he kind of t- he gets very corrupt throughout the whole like game I, you know I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one I, I wouldn't call it corrupt i would say he was playing the game better than anybody there but it, that's it, it kind is, of a part of it. Uh, you have to be okay with he, killing people to really. He made it to the look. Game. He made it to the end. He had a, had an out. 
And he and he knew if he they both lived, he wouldn't be able to take care of his mother. And he knew that if he died, his mother would be taken care of, and her, she wouldn't lose her store. Mm-hmm. But I I don't I I, I have so a, he died. He, he kind of killed himself. It, it's he kind of figured things out. It's like man, I kind of fucked up, and yeah. then killed himself. Yeah, but I I, I think looking for morality in a game like that is yeah where you not, just get judging shot. a character's actions in a game like that mm-hmm. like obviously the guy with the face tat bad dude. oh yeah he was definitely he had his come up it's coming yeah he had his come up it's coming he got it but this guy to me was just playing the game correctly mm-hmm. and and uh you can email us at one frame off at gmail.com yeah, if, if you, you disagree theories, with me disagreements fnaf theories uh, game recommendations or possible vegan movie. recipes, you can email us at oneframeoff at gmail.com. Did you say vegan recipes? Yes. If they, they can share with us anything they want. I'll take dick pics at this point. That's no. one fra- Yeah, yeah, I will. Send them. Yeah, we'll, we will put them on the internet and make fun of them. We won't put them on the internet. We'll rate your, your dick pics. We'll small oh your pencils. Oh my god, actually, I would have totally do that. Birdie's like, yeah, I meant I'm, what I said. I'm <laughs> out of this segment, so... And another big honorary mention is just the fact that we've had all these Marvel TV shows. Yes. And I, I don't really want to get into them because we'll do, a, like, every other episode about them. But I just really want to say that that that's is... That's my point. That's the... That's the it's, it's, it's the thing that got us started. Yes. You know? It's low-key. It's that's Marvel. Low-key Marvel, WandaVision. WandaVision. It, yeah. We'll talk about them to lengths at another time. But I just really wanted to be like, that's Ooh, worthy. WandaVision season two. Oh, well, that shit's contagious. Two. Don't you do it. Eh, we're, we're not going to go into it, but apparently season two confirmed? Question mark? Maybe? For maybe WandaVision? For WandaVision, yeah. yes. What oh, other, I uh, guess we'll find out at the end of this new Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk very briefly uh, about the best show of 2021, I think I can confidently say, and no one else has seen it here, is Midnight Mass. And for those of you the that vampires. know, you know vampires. fuck you spoilers, yeah, it's a vampire. It's a vampire show. Yay. Um, is it gay? Is it gay vampires? Gay vampires? No, but if you want, oh, if you want gay you vampires, watch True Blood. <laughs> no, they have that already. Watch True Blood; it's amazing. And is we will True be doing vampires or werewolves. It's both. Okay. Or usually, where vampires exist, they always bring up werewolves. They're like, mm-hmm. I want to say yin and yang again, but they are. <laughs> yeah. One no, lives in the sun. Movies. One lives in the night. Just showed us a lot of clips on that, and you showed yeah. us one. A lot of stuff that really deals with, like, death philosophy. Yeah, so yeah. I think if I had to wrap up the whole uh, theme of this show in general, it, it's definitely, like, the connections we make to other people, what does that mean to you, and what happens when you die? Mm-hmm. And how does that shape how you live your life? Particularly the clip that you showed us was a vampire character, sort of like... Uh, the vampire character and he's sort of like on a boat and the sun's about to hit him and he's just like accepting death and you kind of see it through his perspective where it's very he's like peaceful he's at ease with the mistakes he's made in his life then we cut to the other person in the boat and they're just watching a well, they're skeleton seeing they, burn. they're seeing someone they love turn into ash right in front of their eyes but i'm just thinking like if that was cut wrong it could have been really funny which i think no was- they edited it so perfectly to where it's gut-wrenching and you don't realize where that boat scene is going until about halfway through it fully. Mm. Uh, the scene that gets me the most and what I think encompasses the overall theme of the show is definitely one of the last scenes. And I can't remember her name, but it's the girl from the Haunting of series that looks like Angelina Jolie. She's a very, very talented actress. 
Uh, side note, this is done by the same guy that did the Haunting of series. Yeah. And he also that. did Oculus, which I'm a very big fan of that movie. I didn't see Oculus. Oh, you should watch it, and I would be down for us all it to watch Karen it. Karen Gillan, though. Yeah, d- yeah. She, no, thank she, you. She's really... You don't like Karen Gillan? Oh, she's no, fantastic. I don't see Oculus. Ah, okay. Oh, Oculus is so good. And that movie got slept on, in my opinion. But um, the scene in particular that I love is where Angelina Jolie, look like beautiful woman, is uh, passing away at the end. This lady's passing away. She has a horrific wound from this very ancient old vampire or otherworldly creature. I mean, honestly, it's not super spelled out, but it's a vamp. Yeah. And um, it's something that the church does not like. That's like a thing in the... No? Oh. I didn't see this. Don't even... It becomes a church of vampires where they slowly dose this entire town with this ancient vampire's blood. So all their ailments are... Brody, you really should have watched this show. Yeah. Brody's giving me this look right now like, I fucked up. I, I done and gone fucked up. Look, you could you could make a little, like... You could find all the points where Jess said, I should watch the show. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then, like, and she, we actually started talking about it. And I'm just like... Damn, I should have watched this show. Yeah, yeah. so there's a lot of um, religious symbolism, obviously. It's a very small, devout Catholic uh, fishing town. Um, Mm -hmm. And they blend that really well with vampirism coming in. So everybody gets the blood of Christ, which also just happens to be doused with lots of vamp blood. So ailments are getting healed. A girl that couldn't walk is healed you know it's got this healing powers and the way that this is kind of Anne rice rules gang uh what we're talking about changing uh so if you know you know i'm not going to get into it the scene i'm thinking about in particular is at the end where this the beautiful lady is dying and there's a scene in the middle of the season between riley and this girl and they're having a really great conversation about what happens when you die which to me is the essence of the show we never hear her response, which it is a little annoying because her faith and her how she feels about her life is kind of vague. Like, hmm. but the I played the description for I played the monologue for you guys yeah. at the end. And um, if you are having any existential dread, if you don't know how you feel about anything in this world, if you don't know what religion you belong to, or if anything ever makes sense to you, I promise you just listen to this five minute clip and it'll, it'll make you feel better about your place in the universe and the world and your connectivity with others around you. Mm-hmm. And that's what this show did for me. Everybody should watch it. It's absolutely amazing. Um, who doesn't want to feel good about existential dread and watch a badass vampire show? Also, I will say the guy that played Father Paul is the, uh, one of the best fucking actors I have seen in a long time. He gave the quirkiest and most sincere performance of all time. You got to, Brody, you'll agree with me 100% once you see it. Once I see it. I'll, I'll come back and it's just like, be like oh my I, God. This shit floored me. I just can't wait for Brody to actually watch it and then just message me like, you were right. I'm fucking sorry. It floored me. I have not been ugly. I have ugly cried at least three or four different times during this show. One scene in particular is between the town drunk and the girl that he accidentally shot in the back hunting one night and he paralyzed her. And the vamp blood um, kind of cures her of paralysis. She's able to walk. And the scene where she confronts him in his house is gutting whoever that young actress is she's going places because uh the her ability to translate emotion was profound i seriously nothing is going to top this show it's almost it's almost fucking perfect it sounds a lot i was about to ask what if you recommend it but i think it it sounds like you've already recommended it's it's literally one of the most perfect um dramas i've ever seen in my life 
I don't think yeah. anything else can. Con- no, nothing. Yeah, no, can. like uh, I mean, <laughs> some things I liked. Uh, Ted Lasso season two came out. I thought that was very nice. That's an also a really good uplifting show. I don't know if yeah. it's gonna help with existential dread because I know it's kind of taking yeah. a darker turn. It gets. I'm not. I'm not. There is one part where it's I, like Ted I'm not has, watching, but Zane is filling me in on stuff. Okay, there is. There's a whole thing about Ted needing to get therapy, but like. Which seemed kind of out of character to me to think that Ted wouldn't be a fan of therapy, but it t- took him a while to open up. In fact, it was the the joke that they made the the way that he actually opened up to his therapist was like, uh, "Yeah, I mean, you're here and all that. I uh, I don't have any tea or anything." And then she says, "I don't like tea. It tastes like a wet paper bag." And he's like, "Okay, I'll tell you anything." <laughs> All I can tell you from my personal experience in this world is that usually the people that are the kindest and the happiest have the most stuff going on. Oh, that's Ted oh, Lasso. That's, yeah, yeah, show, yeah. It's yeah. always true, though. It is true. It, it's always true. Because, I'm the same. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm just going to say just being kind in general, It um, it um, it's effort. That's it. That's all I have to say. All right. And on the same note, uh, Dave season two came out. On- oh God, I love Dave so much. I did. It was so. It was because like the last, the first season was very like. Isn't this goofball. third season though? Third no, or this fourth. was the, what? Dave. Yeah, this was season two. Oh shoot. Uh, but like last season was very cornball, like happy the little dicky being a weirdo. The second one, I don't know if they just had like a major change in direction. Is the most stressful shit. I have ever seen. I've seen the first three episodes. I think the of first the episode season. like is just like a very much like a constant panic attack. Where everything keeps getting worse. It wasn't the vibes. And I was then I'm just for. like, damn, this show used to be funny. <laughs> and it probably still will be funny. And and, and it still is funny. But and like, in general, I will say though, the Dave first season is really good. It's they definitely want to be like corny and wacky and ah, look at my dick, I like that kind of humor. I got a fucked up tiny dick. You got a fucked up tiny dick. Yep. And season what? two is like, I think I might be a hack and I'm not sure if I have any self-worth. Also, I have a weird dick. Yeah, yeah. The weird dick's still there. <laughs> no, that's oh, that weird dick. dick ain't going nowhere. No, it ain't. He got two pee holes, guys. Yeah. He's got to cork one up when he pees. Yeah, he's got to plug one up with his thumb when he pisses. I think that's true, though, too. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, like, comic booking it up, but I think he actually had, does have, like, Like some, a fucked up, a botched circumcision or something. Like a botched circumcision. It happens. Rose? Rose is like, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Do you have any input? <laughs> Do you have any input on little Dickie's penis? <laughs> Thoughts? Concerns? <laughs> you should be concerned about it. And he's, he's such a nice he man. He seems to be doing fine. It's He's like fine. It's match, guys. My head is just going back and forth. Well, we really just and there's w- balls everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Brody, Brody, yeah, yeah. you're on a roll today. Oh, I'm right. just tired. <laughs> uh, um, Rose, really quickly, can you just say little Dicky has a fucked up dick in the mic, real quick? Tell us what you think little Dicky's penis looks like. Oh, can you draw us a picture? Yes. Hold on. I um, we're gonna take a restroom break real quick, and I'm gonna grab a pen and paper real quick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're back. We got some more <laughs> drinks. I picked up this thing I didn't really mm-hmm. like too much, but I figured Jess would like. It's Michelob Ultra Pomegranate. And, and hold on, let me take a sip without an M&M in my mouth. Yep. Oh, you want to know what? It does taste like a White Claw, you're right. It's just like the same flavoring they would put in a White Claw, but in like a Michelob Ultra. 
I don't hate it. It's okay. It's fine. You Nicola Boldra, don't sponsor us. Please. Oh, no, please sponsor us. Uh... I like Miller Lite more, though. Well, they're not going to sponsor us now. Well, that's fine. They're like, how dare they? This does taste like a White Claw, though. Yeah, and very I much. And I appreciate the low calories as well. If I'm going to drink this, I, I'm glad it's not going to break my People like Nicola Boltra the same way they like California. It's close to the water. <laughs> Whiskey man. Nicola Boltra. Whiskey man. Whiskey man. <laughs> yeah. Is that, your, um, is that your Arthur Morgan impression? Arthur Morgan. Yeah. No, wait. Wait, Isn't there a movie about him? There Arthur? should be. I mean, there is. It's called Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. This no, the honestly, movie they can. There yeah. was I one Western movie that came out with like a all black leading cast, and I really hate that I'm not thinking about it. I didn't see it, but I I think it was on my list, and I just didn't really get to it. It's hard. There's so many things these days. Mm-hmm. Um, one movie that we did watch very recently, at least me and Brody did, is um, oh, Don't yeah. Look Up. A late entry to the one of the best films of the year, but at the same time, probably one of the best films I've seen in a long time. I agree with you. Uh, like I said, with like uh, season two of Dave, it starts off being the most tense shit I've ever seen. And I know Jess isn't really as big a fan of Leonardo as I am. I'm not, but he was really good in this. He He's so good at being just like primally frustrated. Like, That's kind of all his characters, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill. So the usual cast? No, I mean, so if you're not familiar with any Adam McKay movies, Mm -hmm. this will be, this movie probably was a mindfuck for you in terms of editing. Editing, I was telling someone earlier, it's like, usually I don't like it when for editing they just go super non-linear with things, but like, in some transitions, it really works. Yeah. Adam McKay has it down. Um, because have you you've seen Vice, right? I have not seen Vice. I've seen Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. shit. I know that's different, you but need to it's watch very. Vice. It's like Vice. um, it's there's Vice. What are his other two that have come out that are politically minded? The Big I'm Short. Just, is oh, good. I did see The Big Short. Yeah, The Big Short is good. The editing, it, it, they're all very similar in these three movies. So mm-hmm. if you've seen The Big Short, if you've seen Vice, I think there's one more I'm missing that I can't think of right now on the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But it's edited and shot in a very similar fashion. Although this seems more of like a overall, uh, like really strong narrative on like the big short, yeah. where it's more like let me tell you how this country got fucked. Mm-hmm. And I think like it only suffers from pacing issues. Really, it's two hours, and it kind of feels like two hours. It kind of feels like three hours, but, but not in but a when you, bad but when it's, way. But when it's over, it's like man, I wish that was five hours. You know, it 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 felt. I couldn't believe it was only two hours, actually, because I felt like it was longer, but once again, not in a bad way. I kind of didn't mm-hmm. want it to end. My mom wanted to watch it, and she's just one of those people who can't sit down for more than half an hour. I have family like that, yeah. I, Same. Yeah, what so it's just like, I really do think you should watch this, but uh, take a break after the guy who looks like Donkey Kong goes into space. Oh, Ron Perlman? He looks like Donkey Kong. Okay, so if you don't follow Ron Perlman on Twitter, you need to. Oh. Is he funny on Holy there? Holy shit. 
shit. What, what, ah! does, what does Ron Perlman do on Twitter? He just shits on Republicans. Oh, um, so that's probably why he's on this in this movie. Yeah, so he's the antithesis of who his character is in this movie. Ron Perlman. I love that. Ron Perlman, if you're Ron out Perlman. there listening, and I know you're not, but I love you. I love you, Ron Perlman. Love you, Ron. Speaking, speaking of going in his face, um, Fast and Furious. We're not talking about that. That movie. was this year? That was this year. I completely forgot about I'm that. I'm pretty sure it was this year. If you want a dumb movie, if, if you want the dumb version of Don't Look Up, it's Fast and Furious. Can we but, talk about the Timothy Chalamet's late entrance into this yo, movie? Yo, I and love fingerling potatoes. And he does like the, the dip, the, the, the bro dip. Uh, you Timothy know, Chalamet is just such the boy prince of Hollywood nowadays. God, I love him so much. It's just something so weird Little about wi- his Little Women, him and his performance Little in Little Women. Women stole it for me. Oh, and, and Dune, that came out this year. Oh, it Dune, did? Yeah. yeah. I decided to sit out on this pop culture phenomenon. I'm not going to do it. I didn't get the chance. I meant to watch it. Yeah. But here's the thing. Unfortunately, it's going to be, it's only the first half of the first book. Yeah, and I think, like, so if the second, if power, the second half comes out soon, the I'll two, watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah power, power watch the two, two, exactly. Yeah, just take it's an not, afternoon for yourself. Don't worry about it being, like, five hours all together. I mean, that's probably the best way to watch Dune. That's yeah. fine. That's probably going to be, well, I mean, it's the first half of the first book. Mm-hmm. The second movie's going to be the second half, and then the third movie's going to cover the second book. There are two books in the series. Interesting. I think I'm going to stick to my original plan, wait till the second's coming out, and then watch the first yeah, one. I, yeah, I turned it on, much like how I told you guys earlier about the Matrix, I turned it on, the new Matrix, uh, for oh, five right, minutes. Oh, right, the new Matrix came out not too recently, yeah, too. Matrix. It did, and it is by one of the Wachowski sisters, and I, the first Matrix is one of my, like... So, you know how, like, a lot of men always bring up, like, oh, she's the, like, the, you know, like, she's the one that made me realize, you know, like, the sexual, like, switch flipped on. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. The Matrix, for me, was that, but for movies. Does that make sense? I thought you were going to go into some territory where it's like Keanu Reeves really did it for you. No, I really... Because he does it for me. I'll no, tell you I why. really wanted... <laughs> no, Brody, it's funny that you said that. I actually really wanted to be Carrie and Fisher as a child. I know that's cute right I wanted to be Trinity I thought I I I wanted to be Trinity so bad I thought she was the most badass woman beautiful statuesque but strong and smart and I wanted to be Trinity oh yeah that that that's what my young brain is thinking but that's what this movie did for movies for me Mm -hmm. when I was a kid so um I'm and I only like the first one I don't like the sequels I've seen them what about the newest sequel I, I tried to watch it for five minutes and I couldn't get into it. It looks really low budget. Really? Yeah, it looks really low budget. And the opening scene is like these people, I think, in the real world. Um, I'm doing quotation marks with my fingers. Mm-hmm. In the real world, watching. Uh, they have someone like pretending to be Carrie Ann Moss recreating the f- opening scene where they find Trinity in that room. And the agents show up and they're like, we've sent our best men on it. And it's like, sir, your men are already dead. You know, they... they <laughs> I, I can, I've seen this movie so many times, and I was like, click, nope. I can watch the first, I can just watch the fucking first movie. I'll give it another go, maybe, mm-hmm. if I can smoke like eight bowls in a row. Maybe. Speaking of weird things on HBO that came out and people weren't really super into because it didn't compare to the first one, uh, Space Jam came out this year. I you liked it. Space I liked Jam. it. Brody liked it. I liked it. No, Space Jam. 
Space Jam was... I didn't watch it. A lot of people were like, oh, Space Jam's for the kids, blah, yeah. blah. No, Space Jam was for the millennials who grew up with the Looney Tunes. Yeah, no. Um, and if Space Jam out, were for the millennials, they would have left Lola Bunny's tits, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said yeah, real, real too quick. Yeah. Like, no, yep, no. thought about it. Yep, <laughs> thought about it for like ten years now. <laughs> I I saw the original uh, Space Jam not when it was released, but mm-hmm. I, I have seen. The oh, original. I burned the shit out of that VHS. Oh, I watched that oh thing. Oh my god, that thing, yes. that Wait, thing can is I, worn can I, out. Can I make a parental advisory real quick? Yep. All of you out there who watched it as a kid and have not seen it as an adult, don't fucking do it. Just don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. Advisor. Don't do it. Okay. Don't no, do it. It's bad. There's Michael so Jordan can't act. There's so do many it. callbacks of so many callbacks to the original film, and it's so meta that I love it. I love mm. the how like the level of meta. Did you catch that? Well, oh the whole, yeah, the whole yeah. movie's a callback. The whole, the whole movie's just like a piece of meta. I just see. I think it's a way just to get um. What is what is it? LeBron James kids in the movies. That's not even his kids, though. No. They're not? No. He had actors to play his he kids. Pl- oh, my God. Someone kids. told me they were his real kids. No. They should have been his real kids. I'm they changing my stance no. on this. They did that with the Michael Jordan, but I think, like, I I've, honestly, if I was LeBron James's kid, because I also heard, like, he doesn't like going by his last name in, like, basketball practice. I'd assume having Aww. a movie about okay, that. Okay. I feel bad now. Also, um... I've lived in Akron. LeBron's awesome. <laughs> oh my god, LeBron! LeBron like, James. LeBron I'm stepping James. back because I don't watch whatever sport LeBron James. Basketball. Oh my god. Basketball. But he is from I Akron, don't watch and hockey. he does don't watch a soccer or football, as the Brits call it. I don't watch anything. Wait, else. you don't watch American football? No. Okay. I watch the we'll Super Bowl. We'll discuss that later. Hold on. I watch the Super Bowl for the commercials, not for the game. Oh, you're one of them. I'm one of them. You're you're not the even reason. the halftime show. No. Wow. But no, I, I just have like a list of things. I have a list of plot points in my head that... Please, yeah, go. For just for... <laughs> just this is These are all things that happen in Space Jam. Uh, number one, Rick and Morty show up. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, legit he Rick can, and Morty? Yes. Yes. I don't you like that. You can't miss it. Either. I mean, it makes sense in the realm of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, they can show up anywhere. Lola Bunny played by Zendaya because Zendaya has been on such a fucking roll this year. This and Spider Man. Yeah, okay, I, so that's I, why they took the kids away. She's a decent. She's actress. a she's a phenomenal actress. She's decent. Phenomenal. Decent. You you haven't seen Euphoria. Oh no. yeah. We'll, we'll skip that. The big the big antagonist is the giant CGI Don Cheadle. Ah, I love him though. Mm-hmm. He's good. Love him. And like the whole side, he's just hanging out with all the Warner Brothers villains, and so he's chilling right next to the he's guy from Clockwork like Orange. Yep. Really, the yes. Wicked Witch of the West. Yep. And numerous others. It's just too many. I yes. love a Clockwork Orange, and I've and I, if you don't enjoy the movie, I really, really recommend reading, watching the movie, then reading the book, and then watching the movie again. The little aliens. From the first movie, are in it on the babies. on the bad guy's side. Yeah, but don't they become good at the end? I don't God, remember. I yeah, watched it so long ago. I am so sick of like trying to make bad guys good. Spider Man movie did it. I know we touched on it a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, my no, favorite. Spider Man. My favorite plot point that is a real thing that happened in the Space Jam movie. Uh, Bugs Bunny dies at the end, and his last <laughs> his last words are, "That's all, folks." Listen, okay? You want to Bugs Bunny doesn't say that, though. Fact. Porky Pig does. 
I Why does Bugs Bunny fact. say that's all? What's jokes? a fun fact? Did you know that the original voice actor for Bugs Bunny, like, got into an accident and was in a coma, and the doctors tried everything to get him out of the coma? However, one of them had the brilliant idea to say, "Hey, Bugs, how you doing?" Act like talk to him as if he was Bugs Bunny. And then he came awake no, as no, Bugs no. Bunny, and he no, lived as he Bugs Bunny the rest of his no. life. His response was, "What's up, Doc?" And oh so my the god. Other doctors, he's like, he can respond. He can respond. We have brain function. He wasn't in a coma. He was just waiting for his cue. <laughs> <laughs> they actually let him out of the coma by treating him like Bugs Bunny. This is the original voice actor for Bugs Bunny. This is. That kind of depresses me for some reason. I mean, it turns on his brain. I have I a guess. side note question here. It. If you guys had to have the personality of one Looney Tunes character forever embedded in your brain as your own, who would it be? I mean, I already am Daffy Duck. Like, I am a mixture between Daffy Duck and George Costanza. <laughs> that's fair, actually. That, that's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Marvin the Martian's my favorite. And he's very underutilized in Looney Tunes in general, I will yeah. say. I would say so. Yeah, he really is. The voice yeah. acting's really good, especially with the echoey noise of his helmet. Um, okay, so don't look up. We touched just a little bit. I mean, everybody see it. It's like a modern-day idiocracy is how I would describe it. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a modern-day idiocracy. Acting's yeah. really good. There was another movie that sounded really dumb. I didn't see it, but my friend's description of it was very dumb. Uh, was the Future War with Chris Pratt? Yes. He described it as... A... I was told it was good, but I never watched it. I never watched it. Well, it sounds it. very military drama, but with a sci-fi element. So basically, they go back in time to draft people... For a war in the future. For a war in the future. they don't have enough And people. not try and stop the war in the future. They're just, just drafting more people to die there. Okay. And then they have to find like some sort of cure thing, and it's like, they don't do that. And it's like it's like he could either save the world or save his daughter, and he saves his daughter. It's the idiot plot. It's the plot. It's like the opposite of Squid Game. Yeah, it's a plot where it only works if everyone who's involved in every major decision making is an idiot. It's an idiot plot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't want to really shit on Chris Pratt a lot because I actually really like him. I I think I think he I think he gets unfairly picked on. Yeah. He does, he, he, he does to some extent. That. I really liked him as just Andy Dwyer or like any lovable goofball kind of character, but I just don't really see him as like the... Like Parks and Rec? Yeah, Parks yeah, and Rec. Parks I and just don't really, really see him as like the lead macho actor who has everything under control. That just doesn't really... No. It, it, it's he, he, he worked... I, not that I don't have a bone to pick with the new Jurassic Parks, because I <laughs> I actually do. I made a pun and I didn't even know it. Um, I have a dinosaur bone to pick with Jurassic Park <laughs> movies. But um, I, I think he's very serviceable in them. He's fine. And he's great in Guardians of the Galaxy. But like what you said, he needs to be very flawed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His character needs to have... Passengers did not work for me at all. No. Oh, that was just a... That was another idiot plot. Yeah, well, well, it's a creep plot, I should well, say. Well, I read a really great review of it, so and they were like... up some random can, chick because you want to bang her? Like, seriously? No. Yes, that's the vibes I got. That is the vibes I got I mean, in essence, maybe. Oh, so I read a great review of that movie, and I think the same thing can be said for... Um, Holy shit, what's that really? Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Is, I like that. You movie. have, yeah, I do too. I a like lot of people don't like I like the first one, one a lot. Um, Sorry, you have I know why I just dragged two 
really well written uh, female, well, better written female characters than male. Imagine if you took both of those movies and wrote them from their perspectives. Can you imagine how much mm. more interesting Passengers would be if you wrote the movie from Jennifer Lawrence's perspective? And have sort of a mystery going a on. A mystery going on. Yeah, some random Way thing. better than it being like this convoluted love story. Is make it a mystery. But you know what, Chris Pratt, he's looking to do pretty well next year. And Mario. Oh, yeah. Mario, Mario and Garfield and another Jurassic no! Way. He's Garfield. No! Yep. Actually, no! I think that works. No! I, I think that works. I hate that. I hate no, that I li- more. You know what I it's hate? It's better than Bill Murray. Doing it. <laughs> but you know what I love? What? Lasagna. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Italian food, uh, Luca, that's the only real animated movie that really stuck with me uh, this year. Oh, yes, the queer bait movie called Luca. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by queer bait? So basically, it looks like the two characters, the two male characters, are going to get together in the end, but they don't. They're kids. They're well, kids. that's why we have well, Paranorman, that's, okay? That's, mm. I didn't see Paranorman. Uh, Paranorman is really good. Paranorman is like an hour and a half. I'm never getting back. I love Paranorman. Mm. Yeah, but I think like Luca, if a show is Luca gay, is nice though. Luca yeah. is a nice feel good movie. That's exactly. So what is Enchanto. I haven't seen Enchanto. Enchanto is Encanto. Encanto, Encanto whatever it's called. It doesn't matter. We all know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Encanto. Mm. Where does the first Pokemon game take place? Encanto. Hold on. Ha! Brody. Wait. I'm fire. Brody. You're doing so good tonight, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I think, like, the main thing for us is, like, I was just looking at what's the top grossing movies this year. And Spider-Man. It, Spider-Man, yeah. Sp- Speeder Moons is definitely on top. And all the other Marvel movies, too. And I think, like, there's so few things that are really get people out into theaters. Oh, I take that back. There was another movie I saw in theaters. The other movie I saw in theaters other than uh, Spooder Merge. Old. We saw old in the Oh, yeah, we that saw old. That was the old. first movie that we saw together. That was the first movie we saw together. You know what? I, I, I hated it, but I will still shell out money to go see M. Night Shyamalan in theaters because I just want to recapture the magic. It was a good theater We all experience. do. We had a nice time. Yeah. We had a really good time. We went to the Alamo Draft House. It was fun. Oh, that's a fun place for it. Hey, you, you know what? If you're going to have to, if you go into something that you suspect might be total shit, go to the Alamo Draft House if you have one in your area. Because even if it's bad, it'll you're be a good time. You're still having a good time, yeah. Yeah. And bring people with you and make it a thing. Mm-hmm. Encanto is the name. E-N-C-A-N-T-O. We yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to be sure. Love you, Rose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was listening. No, I was listening to the entire discussion. No, you're good. I just, <laughs> I just felt like we had really moved on from but that. But old, you know? like, would you say that this was the big thriller that you were waiting for? Old. 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 It's no, the first no, 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 no. horror movie I saw with the, both of you and Zane, mm-hmm. and I spent what ten minutes just talking to the people out front about different ciders. Yeah, I got there. And yeah. I Rose was being cute in typical Rose fashion, late talking to people about ciders, and then has a family-sized thing of giant Kit Kats for everybody. I had to leave. I, I left. They were in their car. <laughs> they, they were, were just in, in my there. Car. They were like, wait a minute, I think I have candy in my car. And we're like, oh, they're, you know, they're going to come back with, like, a few small things. No. Yeah. <laughs> Family size, like, for the big kind. You the know, like, big... you go to that house on Halloween, you're like, oh, I'm coming here next year. These yep. people know how to fucking do it. Yeah. No, I had, like, six of them. And I, I, I went down the line. You gave Zane two of them. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we each got one. And then you had some to, like, all right, Zane, here you go. I know you need this. <laughs> um... 
That was fun. Another one I saw, and this was another late contender, was the new Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch. I saw I, that in I theaters with my mom. Didn't get to see it, and I don't want. Can we not do fuck you spoilers? Because I will eventually see it. Uh, can I give conceptual spoilers? That's fair. I know okay. you told me, and I and I have to tell you, Brody. I've been I quoted you a few times. I was like, yeah, um, I didn't see it, but my buddy did, and he said it's really fast and loose for a Wes Anderson movie, and everyone looked at me like, what does that mean? I was like, exactly what it means. <laughs> no, fast and loose is the right definition. It doesn't really have one solid plot as much as a lot of little mini stories. Three okay. big ones and a lot of other ones sprinkled in there. I like that. Oh, I, I just saw um, Kingsman today. Was and it good? It was a heart-jerking film. Is it comparable to the first two Kingsmen? Because I'm a very big fan yes. of the first one, and it's a, not actually a really big fan. Is it the same like the like fight style kind of thing going on? That's what I really like about the it. The fight scenes are really good, mm-hmm. but the first one is almost a perfect action movie. Actually, okay. One spoiler: they're developing the fight style. You actually get okay. to see how they develop the fight style. But like the in terms of like production, like the same camera movements. We're, ta- yes. we're talking about the editing. We're talking about the quick cuts. Like, yes, that much stuff. Um, tight choreography. Yes. Um, Fun, we, expensive it's music. It's not... Yes. <laughs> it, it actually... The... Um, I mean, you got the soundtrack John. was on point in every fucking way. Oh, can I just say something that I really... The second one was obviously a bust in a lot of ways. I think I we like can all agree. I like the fight style yeah. of the second and one. And the fight styles are great, but can we talk about the aesthetic of Julianne Moore's character and how amazing that whole world is that she created for herself? It's so Fallout-esque she's that so, I was obsessed. She's such a loon. Yeah. No, I loved it. The 1950s hyper-futuristic diner with the robot dogs, and then you have like this like badass bitch running it all. I loved it. Yeah. I just had to say, I just had to bring up that, like, really great aesthetic. That aesthetic was awesome. We actually get to see the development of the fight style. We actually get to see, like, oh, Manners Maketh the Man, another spoilers. We finally get to see the. Yeah, it is. No, actually, we get to see the origins of that. Mm -hmm. Um,. It's not as funny. This Kingsman takes place during World War One, so it does have. When I say it's heart jerking, it does have that feel in just the reality of war and what right. the soldiers are going through. There are moments where you actually get to see what it's like. Now, I, I have a follow up question as someone who is a big fan of the first two movies. Is that is that um totally necessary in a Kingsman movie? Because I feel like what makes the first two so good is how kooky and unrealistic they both are so so is this, this like is super grounded in reality no it, you have a lot of historical figures you have a lot of like callbacks to moment like high political moments of history but it's kind of grounded in this kookiness where it's not as funny as the first two but you know you're starting to see the development where this this kind of organization comes from right mm-hmm. that's really cool and i think i might actually check it out you but if we're gonna talk about callbacks to historical um figures really quick before we sign off for the day uh who watched the new season of it's always sunny in philadelphia oh yeah i did <laughs> yeah yeah Brody's looking at me he's like i know you're going somewhere oh, uh God. you know the episode i'm talking about in particular though right uh just for the second me. one i believe second so the it's um it's the 
Actually, it's the first episode. It's the season opener. Um, the gang oh. took out too many PPE loans, and they have an auditor that comes by, so they have and to... And it's just like, hey, what's everything you've done during the year of 2020? <laughs> yeah, and they have single-handedly been involved in every major major political fiasco of that year. <laughs> they basically... They, they forced-gumped the, this... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The gang forced-gumped its way through 2020, and I have to say my favorite one, Rose, you'll laugh, is... Um, uh, Frank couldn't get his hair done because they notoriously have to dye uh, Danny DeVito's hair constantly for the show. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he he's an old, lovely man. We love him. But it's um, got to be black hair. It's got to be black hair for Frank. And mm-hmm. he comes up with his own, like, shoe polish, like, horrible concoction. And classics, oh, it's always sunny way. And um, he got Rudy Giuliani as one of his clients. And the reason that he had all that hair dye running down his neck at the Four Seasons fiasco was because he got his hair dyed by Frank Reynolds. (laughs) It's the most amazing thing. Also, if you guys aren't familiar, um, the Trump administration did have a press briefing outside of a uh, landscaping shop right next to a um, porn shop and I believe a crematorium, if I am correct. Yeah, because they fucked up on the the venue. I, I, you know what? I, I don't think they did fuck up. And that, and it's called Ashes to Asses. (laughs) The crematorium ah. porn shop. <laughs> oh my god, Brody, you're on a roll tonight. Fuck yeah. You gotta do more late night episodes. Literally. Uh, one Fuck. frame off after dark, it's a thing now. Fuck yeah. Sorry, sorry, um, Ethan and Hila, we're taking it now. Yep, it's ours. You it's, had your turn. Yeah, you've had your turn, it's our turn now. And, but we will take some Teddy Fresh. And food. I will continue to buy lots of Teddy Fresh. We support you. Uh, Teddy Fresh, sponsor us. So that was a very, there's a lot more free that guy. happened. Free guy. Oh yeah, free, free guy. guy. I didn't get to see it. Can we not do big spoilers, though, please? Because I actually want to see this. Oh, my gosh. But this is like... I keep talking about Sean McLaughlin. I fucking love Sean. Mm -hmm. I love the relationship that he has with Ryan Reynolds. He is friends with Ryan. I really like his um, girlfriend, Gab. Yeah, I know that's amazing. not her real name. What really She's, is like her tattoos are super cool. Just like because like like Jess said, I might want to watch this. What is really is like happening to your brain when you watch Free Guy? Have you ever done LSD? I can't know. Don't it's answer not that bad. question. I can't explain it without spoilers. Birdie's like not. Just right give me now. some. <laughs> give me some spoilers then. It's fine. So just spoil it. It's fine. I'll still enjoy it. Me and Brody spoil shit for each other all the time, and then we're, we're, we're both like, yeah, we're going to so watch you, it now. It starts off in a video game, but right. then the transition is to wait, real wait. life. Is it, like a, is it like Grand Theft Auto video game? Can you tell us yes. what video... Okay. It is like a GTA game. Okay, yes. So mm-hmm. that's the point. Um, the main character, he in the video game, the main character decides, oh, I'm going to be the good guy because I'm seeing all these people, all this bad, and then switch to like the real world, where you have YouTubers commenting who have played, quote-unquote, played the ki- the game for years, mm-hmm. or a while now at least. And I, you I get do... to see their commentary, you get to see their gameplay. And it's not just like a shout-out to YouTubers, it's a shout-out to their channels and their fandoms. I have a question. Um, so I, I know the whole concept is Ryan Reynolds is an NPC in a video game who becomes sentient. Um, He's, di- yes. He doesn't become sentient, he was always sentient, but somebody fucked up... So the original game creators created all these, like, NPCs to be sentient, and so, like, user interaction changes their behaviors and see what happens to the NPCs. Somebody, like, who took their game, fucked up the coding, 
and buried it deep down, so that's not how the NPCs work anymore. Now, is this him active in everybody's game he's like this, or is it one person's in particular game, like a YouTube streamer? So, this is more like GTA Live, where you can fuck up everything, and it's just, you have, like, you can interact with other players while... On a much larger-scale server, if yeah, that existed. That, that's okay, like a large that's interesting. server where everybody plays on the same one. You that would be total a nightmare, also. You yeah, can that's do not, the same... That's not how video games Have you work. ever played GTA Online? People are assholes. Oh, my God. I've been called every name in the book. Oh, my God. You know, in Red Dead, I've actually encountered some nice people online, but that will actually wave at you and just not try to attack you right away. But I have to tell you, in GTA, it's total shit. Yeah. No. And actually, most of the player base is terrible at the game, also. <laughs> they really are. But, but yeah. what really is, like, your takeaway from this? What like, makes it good? Is it thrilling? Is it fun? Is it funny? It is unique, though. It's unique. And I really want to say I respect this movie, because one of Hollywood's biggest things is that YouTubers can't be on the big screen. Right, these small content creators cannot be named. Oh yeah, they're they don't like that. They it's don't like... like it. And then you have Ryan Reynolds, who is a massive name in the film industry in Hollywood. Are, so right are now. there famous YouTubers in this game? Yes. You okay. got um, movie who? Pokimane, you've got Jacksepticeye. I do like your Pokimane. boy. Yeah, you've got my guy. Um I forgot what the other guy there's like Pokimane and Jax communities or that corner that they live in. I don't remember who the last person is, but there's RT like games. three. Mm -mm. There's three YouTubers who are not just mentioned, but shown on the big screen. And it's a shout out to their channel because it looks like a YouTube um, like an actual YouTube page where you're watching the videos. Like it's it should have like got Game Grumps on it, man. Uh, yeah, I'm That's sure they all wanted I'm to saying. reach out to They should have reached out to more people. But they should have, because uh, if you want to talk about who Jack is actually friends with and shows up on their content on a regular basis, like, he's all the Irish lads. He's yeah. on with the them Irish. all the time. And, and Mark, RT, RT Game Mark and um, Kevin Mark. are some of my yeah. favorites. And then... Um, There's no way there's not, like, a whole network of those He also frequently did 10-minute power hours with uh, Game Grumps all the time. Yeah. I mean, at least four or five times, which is a really... Pokemon. He always plays with Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon's mm -hmm. great. Um... Obviously, you mentioned... I tried to mention PewDiePie. You, PewDiePie, he's friends with PewDiePie. Mark, Bob, and Wade, he's doing content with that, as well as Ethan. Mm -hmm. You know, shout out to them as well. Um, yeah, he, he's, a lot, he's friends with a lot of people. Well, it's glad um, to see all these worlds colliding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have anything we're exceptionally looking forward to in the coming months? Uh, I've got a few. Just the things that are coming out in January. I know Jess and I are both... Chomping at the bits! Chomping at the bits. Uh, Attack on Titan. The, Attack on Titan. The end of the final season. The thrilling conclusion to... Oh my god, how many years in the making for us, Brody? I mean, at least eight, right? Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm, this, I'm ready. excited to hear this about it. This is the best culmination of it. I hope I don't die before it airs, honestly. Oh my god, how shitty would that be? Uh, also coming out in January, something I'm hyped, uh, Euphoria. Zendaya's yes. on a roll, and Euphoria's coming back. Love Euphoria. Euphoria. I would recommend it to a lot of people, but there's a lot of things in there that's really shocking, so not for everybody. It's a trigger warning in a show. But it's definitely but worth looking at. I will say that if you had a rough, uh, not even a rough childhood, but if, if you dabbled... Uh, and if I can say that, and if you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's it's for you. And the soundtrack is 
amazing. Oh my god. Speaking yes. of Zendaya, her boyfriend, Holland. Yeah. He's in Uncharted. When did, they, when did they start dating? A while ago, apparently. It must have been during production of yeah, Spider Man. It's, it's like Stay Away Camp. They all bang each other. Oh, totally. Uh, real quick, just gonna spit them out Uncharted, Sonic 2, Jurassic World, Dominion, Hocus Pocus 2 for really? everyone. Yes, Hocus Pocus 2. Legally Blonde 3, I think we agreed it was. There was a 2? Yeah. yeah, red, uh, white, red, white, and bl- uh, pink blonde, or whatever. Or red, like white, blonde, it doesn't um, matter. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. More Marvel stuff. More Marvel stuff, That's always going to come out. Um, Wait, Rose pulled up a list, and let me just say that uh, Borderlands, I'm excited for that. I know that Kate Blanchett is cast as Lilith. And Kevin Hart. Yeah, and Kevin Hart said five, my boy. I don't no. know about that. No. Yes, I'm excited. Look, it, Indiana Jones is an old, cool I'm thing. Excited. It belongs in a museum. It does. It, it doesn't need <laughs> it to be It belongs in a museum. Oh, the Batman. I'm really oh, hyped yeah, the for Batman. the Batman. The Batman. That's gonna, yeah. That is going to be... That's going to rip shit. Oh, it's going to rip so much shit. Shazam. We learned about Shazam, Shazam today. Fury of the Gods. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I still oh, feel yeah. like a lot Part of one. the general population is sleeping on how talented of an actor Robert Pattinson is because not everybody in the general public doesn't go see every A24 film that gets released. Of course. Which yeah. I think is like... But even the, if you go back to like Goblet of Fire, he's doping that shit. I'm That's sorry. a very good point. But Do you remember how like he gets introduced where it's like they're talking to his father and, and he, just, he, just, he just jogs falls down out of from a the fucking sky. tree. Everyone like, else falls. So, um, I will say that I know a lot of people shit on Uncut Gems, which I I don't that doesn't make sense to me. The Softy Brothers are really talented, but not a lot of people saw Good Time, mm-hmm. and Robert Pattinson is exquisitely amazing in Good Time. It, oh, it is the most uncomfortable I've felt in a movie since I've watched Leon the Professional. Ooh, Morbius. 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 Another care. show. I don't care about Morbius. Another show coming out. Uh, Atlanta season three. I'm yeah, very Atlanta hyped season three is going to be great. Uh, Donald Glover has compared this to Kanye's graduation, which, <laughs> that's got me hyped. Yeah, um, which I think was probably Kanye Barry West's last good album. Barry season three is finally coming out. Barry's wonderful. Barry, it took fucking forever to get back on track with COVID and stuff like that. But Bill Hater, man. Oh what, my can god. Can we say enough about the man? It's just watch Barry. Um, can you scroll over further because I see a Cuphead movie. No, Cuphead? this is a video game. There's a new Cuphead video game. That's what? exciting. Uh, Cuphead, the delicious last. Curse? Course. Course. Oh, and it's food themed, guys. Brody, mm-hmm. you see that? You seen that? Get it's a, this, yeah. It's this a f- is a 20, let's see, video games 2022. Hell yeah, Cuphead's finally getting um, a sequel. I don't know if I have much else to say. I, I don't have many video games that I'm really looking forward to except uh, The Legend of Arceus. Oh yeah, Legend, Legend of, of Arceus. Arceus. Yeah, Legend yeah. of Arceus. The um, new Pokemon game. We'll definitely talk about that when it comes I'm, out. Uh, I, I need some more RPGs, and I don't know if the world's heading in that direction, but I have to say, it my itch is not being scratched. Do you guys feel optimistic for 2022? Yeah, I mean, the, I, this past year wasn't that unkind to me. I think after, after being burned on 2019, uh, like... Or 2020, I should say. New Year's of 2019, where everyone's like, hey, next year's gonna be great. I'm just like, you know, you don't know everything. I have... Could be good, could be shit. I'm just done. I've accepted um, it as it is. Time so, just keeps going on. Life's what, yeah. what, what you make it. All you can control in this world is how you react to situations. So if you think you're going to have a good time, provided that you don't suffer from one of like the worst things that can happen to you, like, divorce, a, a death of a loved one, you know, extreme financial loss, it should be okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Life prevails. 
Yeah. Or doesn't. I have no idea. There is some goodness in the world. There's some kindness. Anything can happen. Anything and if you feel happen. like you can't find any of that, just put on your favorite movie or favorite video game. Or put mm-hmm. us on. You know. We yeah. Like, we like spending time with you. We'll be there for you. To an extent. Yeah. No, we will. And you can email us at... Yeah, oneframeoff at gmail.com. That's oneframeoff at gmail.com. If you have any comments, concerns, questions, uh, crazy fan theories... You can put your stuff in the comments below. Really good dick pics. Really, like, like I'm just talking like A-grade dick pics. A-grade. You guys will... I will not accept anything that's a B-minus or less. Look, they'll I think rip, I will. They'll, it needs good lighting. Pencils all all day long. I'm just gonna be here for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, <laughs> sorry, Rose. Uh, uh, was that a pun? It was innuendo. Uh, um, more of it. Well, is that not a pun? No. Is an innuendo not a pun? No. Whatever. I took this on a too dirty of a way. Hey, Astroglide, sponsor us. Astroglide, sponsor us. I feel like it's a sponsor we could actually get, guys. Yeah, if we it's if we beg asteroid. hard enough, guys, this joke is never gonna end. <laughs> no, it's so you not. Might as well not be. until they give us money. <laughs> no, this, this whole we'll joke, take though. anything. The, the joke like literally, it could just so be like twenty dollars an episode. Just to be send like us a barrel of lube, and we'll be good. Actually, yeah, I would plug them forever if they just. The I, whole what barrel. Would you, what would you do with a barrel of lube? <laughs> I would just, I would dip on in there, and I would slide around town. <laughs> <laughs> I would lather it all over my body and slide around my apartment like a sneaky little slug. I would oh my s- god! <laughs> would you imagine Chef's face if we brought that into the bar? <laughs> I would pretend I am a snail and yeah. turn off all the lights. And watch movies and slide around on my hardwood floor. No, I would just like go out in the street covered in lube, just slip and slide, slip and slide downtown, and I'm just like, we. You know, depending on what time of night in downtown Raleigh that is, it might be normal. All right, that's what I'm looking forward to next year: lube, dick pics, and more podcast episodes. More podcast episodes with your three best friends. Three best friends that anyone's ever had. Hangover reference: How many years later? Happy New Year. Whatever comes, comes. Just roll with the punches, gang. Take a deep breath. You're fine. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye, fellow creatures.